guys. It's been a while, but here we are. We're back and better than ever. Happy New Year. Happy 2019. For those of you who have never listened or just want to laugh at me while I babble on for about 15, 20 minutes, uh, this is 20 something more podcast. It's a lifestyle and dating podcast for millennials by a millennial woman living in New York City. Um, I'm really excited to get back into releasing new episodes weekly. I feel like December was crazy. It was a complete blur between SantaCon, working on post-grad big girl things, which is absolutely disgusting, and getting ahead on those New Year's resolutions in which I'm sure I'll break in the next few weeks. But so far, so good. I've been on this like BBG cleanse kick thing um, for the past month, and yeah, I definitely cheat. But I definitely feel a lot better. Apparently, you're supposed to drink, like, 78 ounces of water a day. Like, that's insane to me. I would have to pee every five seconds. But not the point. Um, New Year, new me. Or New Year, same me, just slightly less irrational. But um, a month or two can really make all the difference. But I'm feeling refreshed and definitely have had a lot of time to think about what it is I was going to talk about on this next episode. Um, I'm coming up on eight months living in New York and the last eight months have truly like flown by at this point. I've had like so many crazy, weird, amazing experiences, but also one too many classic New York City cries, like some of them being most of them being in public because I'm honestly just that embarrassing. But not this year, ladies. We have big dick energy all of 2019 and here is what we're not going to do. Number one. We're going to not let others validate our feelings. The only person that should be validating your feelings and emotions is you. Necessarily all have to be done in like a single order where everybody has to be done at the same time, where everyone has to graduate on the same time. Everybody has to get engaged at the same time. I feel like December was the month of engagements for me. And even when I would scroll on my Instagram or my Twitter, I would see like another person was engaged. And honestly, I would sit there and be like, oh, look, a fucking another one. Someone else is engaged. Look at me. I'm so single. It hurts. But now that I'm really thinking about it and I've had time to sit and think about this episode, I mean, like, why would, why would I want to be engaged at nearly 22 years old. Why I like literally can't even do my laundry by myself without ruining it. I can't make myself a full cooked meal without like it tasting like cardboard. I just I just don't understand. More power to you if you're that in love and you've been with your significant other that long. It's cute to me. I'm hopeless romantic as fuck. But I just can't think of myself doing that. But number four on my list. This was my favorite because I came across a quote on Instagram and it read, you are not tequila. It's not your job to make everyone else around you happy. And that really stood out to me because if there's anything that I learned in 2018, it's that I don't have to feel obligated to stay in contact or stay in relationships or do anything that I don't want to do. Damn it. Like you just don't have to do it. It's your life, your control, especially in your twenties. No one is telling you that you can or can't do something. You make your decisions for yourself. And since it took me a whole four weeks to actually record this episode, I really wanted to reflect on exactly what this past year has been for me and why I decided to choose the resolutions that I did. And I'm sure no one wanted to look through my 500 picture Instagram story of my favorite memories for sure. They definitely didn't want to do that. And that's exactly why I didn't post them. Um, But I'm going to start from the very beginning of it all. 
So right now, right now is your chance to skip to the very end of this episode's now if you don't want me to unload my entire year onto you, which I guess if there was any, if you were anything like a normal person, I would have stopped listening 30 seconds in, but that's just me. And also, I guess we can just do a little discretion. Everything I talk about in these episodes is never meant to hurt or like expose or ridicule anyone. To be quite frank, I'm going to expose the shit out of myself, not others. Um, I want to talk about things that I'm not exactly proud of this from this past year, but I really want to show how much can change in a single year and how much one person can grow and learn from the mistakes that they've made in the past and the amazing things that can happen in their life. I'm simply just telling it like it is in this episode and... I think it's honestly so funny to me when men will like swipe up on my stories about my podcast and they'll be like, am I going to be in your next episode or, oh, now I'm nervous or something along those lines. And I'm just like, sorry to break it to you, Brad, Chad, dad, whatever. But no, this is 2019. If you think the shoe fits, then it's your own damn fault. Like, whoops. But I'm not talking about anyone in specific. I'm talking about things that have happened to me in the past year that I feel like others can relate to. But on that note, we're going to jump right into it, starting with January 2018. <laughs> this this was like a whirlwind of a month. Oh my god. Anyway, I had mon- mononucleosis the entire month. Now, granted, it was great because I lost like 10 pounds from not eating, but... Everything else that came with January and me being sick all that time, it was awful. Not only for my grades, but I was never able to do anything. I wasn't going out. I wasn't doing anything social. It just, the whole month just sucked. And I was feeling super lost and unsure if I wanted to be in my relationship anymore. My current relationship that would, that was at a year at that point, a little bit over a year. And I'm kind of going to explain what I felt was wrong in my relationship and why I started to have those feelings. Um... I started dating this guy like my sophomore year of college and everything was so great and I thought we were so compatible and it's thought it was the most I'd ever been interested in a guy and you think that for quite some time and then you start to see those little itty bitty red flags that make you think like oh that's that's not really that doesn't really align with what I want in life or that doesn't really align with who I am as a person and over time just more things like that started happening where I was just like, okay, well now I feel like this com- this person is a completely different person than I started dating to begin with. And that led to little mini arguments that turned into fights, that turned into like screaming matches, that turned into like, oh, I'm going to threaten to like break up with you or we're not meant to be together. It just snowballed over time. And I felt that it was draining to be around their friends. I felt that it was draining to be in the environment that I was in, like trying to make the relationship work. And it was no one's fault. It wasn't my fault. It wasn't their fault. They were like, the person that I'm talking about was super loyal to me. He was always good to me. He always knew the right things to say when I was upset. He was overall a very good boyfriend. It's just, I knew there were things about him that weren't for me. Um, They weren't the kind of person that I wanted to be with. And that's okay because everybody goes through that and that is why you date, especially in college. Um, But then came February. It was my my 21st birthday. So exciting, except 
I didn't go out my whole first semester of junior year because of how like snowballingly miserable I was starting to feel because of my relationship, because of the people I was surrounding myself. I just wasn't happy. So not going out like that whole semester of junior year really like huh, took a turn on my tolerance there because I puked after seven shots on my 21st bar crawl. But we've come a long way since then, my friends. Um, but honestly, not really, because I've hit enough open bars here in the past eight months, and let me tell you, none of them have ended well, or me not puking. Um, but not the point. But during February, I did some things I probably shouldn't have, and um, I did try to end my relationship at the time, like, for different occasions. I would be like, hey, we have to talk. And then the next week, I'd be like, can we talk again? I'm, like, feeling this way. I really need to talk to you. And then, like, every time, he'd reassure me that, like, we were meant to be together. Like, nothing was wrong, and I was just sad. I needed to get over my little hump of whatever I was feeling. And then just started getting worse because I started feeling those feelings more strongly, and I just wanted the whole thing to end at that point. Um, I kept asking myself, am I with him for the right reasons? And by right reasons, I meant am I staying with him because it was something that I felt safe in and secure because I knew he wouldn't hurt me, not because I genuinely felt that we were right for each other. Um, I let a few more weeks pass before I made any irrational decisions to single-handedly ruin my one-year relationship. But this is where the real tea comes in, where I'm really going to expose myself and might actually come back to bite me in the ass. But this is worth sharing because we've grown from it, and um, I'm happy to share. Um, around my birthday, which is February 5th, uh, I traveled home for the weekend to celebrate with my hometown friends and my parents and my grandma, and my judgment and my thoughts were being completely clouded by one person that I had seen over Christmas break at a holiday party. And that person was my ex. And not just, like, any old ex. Like, no, ladies, we are talking my ex-ex. Like, my high school sweetheart, whole family likes him more than me, four-and-a-half-year relationship ex. And this was just bad news on my part because it it's all I thought about. I don't know why. I don't I can't even say that it was because I was, like, still in love with this person. It was because I felt like that relationship was so much stronger because it was so much longer and we had been through so much more than my current relationship had been through. I felt like I was failing because it was only at one year, whereas I hit four years with the other one because we got through those bumps. We got through those humps, and I just couldn't do it with the current one that I was in, and I couldn't figure out why. Um, the whole situation was so funny to me because me being ridiculous astrology freakazoid had taken a day trip to Cleveland back that past summer for a psychic to tell me that I had unresolved feelings for an ex. And at the time I was just sitting there like, I'm, I'm like so happy with my current relationship. Like you're crazy. This isn't true. It's a total waste of $20. But then it got me thinking months and months later that I was just like, wow, like, whatever this lady said was completely accurate, even though I didn't feel that way at that time. She had predicted that I had unresolved feelings for an ex. Um, But it's not like I ever cheated or would ever let myself stoop as low to disrespect the person that was by my side that past year. He was great. But for whatever reason, I felt like after two years of being broken up, I needed to find the source of what went wrong in my past relationship. So I wanted to bring up old feelings that realistically should have stayed buried um 
the more I thought about getting that chance to catch up or maybe finding some closure in my past relationship just to mask the fact that my current relationship wasn't working and didn't have the qualities that my prior one did, um, I just knew something was off. Um, and this made me think, like, was I freaking crazy? Like, we broke up for a reason. I would always tell myself, I'm like, you break up with your exes for a reason. It just You shouldn't get back together with your exes because those reasons were reasons that you couldn't take be with them again why give it another chance and I believe in second chances if someone messes up or you're just not ready and you're just not there with age you're not mature enough you both have to like learn what you want out of life and then maybe it brings you back together like in the future but this was just a plain out his personality and things about him like it just would have never worked that we just wanted different things but there was obviously things about both exes that I knew in the end I would never be able to live with or accept, and that's okay too. Um, but anyways, I'm, what I'm getting at is I eventually reached out to my ex during this month and decided it would be a good idea to meet up, grab a drink, catch up on life. Like, dear God, what was I thinking? Like, that's so disrespectful to the re- relationship that I was in. And now that I'm thinking back to that, I was just like, if that was me, if I was on the other side of that, like, I would have never wanted that to happen. And I think I'm glad that it happened the way it did because it taught me the other side of things and how it would have made other people feel and the other person involved feel. Um, at that point, I knew with having these unresolved, confused feelings and pushing them down only pushed me further away from my current relationship, which eventually led me to breaking up with him in the front seat of my car at like midnight on days after my birthday. And no girl ever really wants to hear the whole, I don't know what happened, I don't know who you are anymore, spiel from your boyfriend. Because in the end, we're all just out here trying to be happy to find someone that matches our energy to someone who listens to the things we want and the things that we don't and accepts us for the things that we don't want. When I felt my current relationship wasn't giving me these things, like, oh, I see a future, I always see this person in my life years down the road, um, it's not worth staying in it. Being 21 and that unsure about a person I knew... I knew in the end that I was, like, doing the right thing, per se. And all the things that came with a breakup got ugly from there. We went through the whole late-night text and phone calls, occasional meetups to see if I had felt any different or made the wrong decision. And, oh, I want all my stuff back. Or, like, I can't believe I just, I'm so mad at you. I don't know why you would ever do this to me after so long together. Um And things got, like, uncomfortable and sad, and I moped around for at least, like, three weeks. I'd just sit and just cry, and, like, all my friends would go out, and they'd be like, Megan, you need to keep yourself busy. You need to go do this and be with friends and be around people that make you happy and keep you distracted. And it's just, like, I never wanted to do those things. I just wanted to be alone all the time because I had hurt someone so bad, and it honestly took a toll on me. And... He was my best friend. He was the first person I called when something shitty happened to me or when something good happened to me and everything else in between. I just, eventually things had to be cut off. But I knew I was going about it in all the wrong ways because I was still keeping in contact with him and maybe giving him this false hope that things would ever be different or we would ever give things like another chance. And from there, I just kind of let myself slowly gravitate from the relationship And it honestly ended up being some of the best months of my life because I got to spend time 
with myself, um, working, focusing on the rest of my semester, spending time with friends. And April and May ended up being the best months of my entire life. I was finally feeling like myself, happy. Like I said, spending a lot of time with my friends. Um, And sometimes we did still keep in contact. We were still on good terms because I had felt at that point, like maybe down the road when we were both mature, we could like reconnect and see if things are any different. And I had been moving to New York City in the end of May to study away and do a fashion internship. And I was still keeping in contact with him maybe once every two weeks just to stay like relevant in each other's lives, just to keep up on what's what's happening and to share those um, experiences as I was about to live in the city all summer. Um, but I was I was single and I wanted to experience that in New York City and not necessarily mean go on a bunch of dates and see a bunch of men and just play my field. It was more so like spend time with myself, spend time with my friends, spend time like working on the career I was striving to have at like one of the coolest internships I've ever had. And it ended up being the best summer of my life because it was the first time in six years that I had ever been single, which is really, really crazy to think about because I had never, I I didn't know how to be single. So my first shot at dating apps and um, maybe going on dates with a few different guys, like, during the month and I just all the things I used to feel guilty about like if I were to like text two guys at a time or like go on dates with more than a guy like two guys I would just feel guilty whereas in like New York City it's like a whole different ball game of dating and you just kind of you can't put your all your eggs in one basket you just kind of have to not necessarily play the game they're playing but just keep an open mind and not get let down when things don't go your way or that person just ghosts you out of nowhere because it was just the reality of New York City dating, which is extremely fucked up. But you know what? I've gotten used to it at this point. Um, I had a lot of letdowns. Some of the people that I like saw over the summer dated lasted a lot longer than others. And there was one in specific that I like really, really liked and thought there could be some sort of relationship to come out of it. And when you get disappointed, you just, I took a step back from it and just started spending time with my friends again, because honestly, I was like, that was my first real rejection. Like here out of the six years, like seven years that I have been dating anyone, I had never been like rejected by a guy as like weird as that sounds. I had always been the one that was like, this isn't right for me. I know it's not right for me. This needs to end. But here, it was the opposite. I was always the one being rejected, the one that was too much, the one that they didn't want to be with. And it was really hard to hear the words, I'm not ready, or like just some sort of excuse that I knew wasn't true. It was more so them letting me down easy, like, I'm not interested in you, you're not for me. So that was something I definitely had to get used to while I was here and I still am here and I'm still learning the ropes of dating but I took a step back from it to kind of reflect on why I'm here in the first place and that was to pursue my dreams and part of those dreams being starting this podcast so I can share my experiences throughout the city which is exactly what I'm doing and honestly right now after taking that month off to really think about what my year was in review 
Um, I've learned not to put all my eggs in one basket. To just spend time with the people that lift you up instead of tear you down. Put a lot of effort into things that make you happy and not necessarily things that you know aren't right for you, but you're trying to figure out a way to make them right for you. Because when you spend time with those people that you want so badly to feel the same way or you want so badly for them to want you and you know it's just never going to happen, it just drains it drains you and it wastes your, it's a waste of time. Um, and from there, I feel like I'm so like refreshed. I have a lot more inspiration and I have like a new outlook on how I'm going to go into dating in 2019. It's just with an open mind. I just don't let anyone be a letdown. Just being this young and being literally two weeks from only 22 years old. I'm just so excited for 2019 because not only do I, I graduate, I booked my spring break trip with all of my college friends, which I'm so excited about. Um, hopefully I'm going to get a really kick-ass fashion marketing job somewhere down the line this summer and there's just so many good things ahead that we have to look forward to and I'm just so happy that I learned the things that I did in 2018 that led me to be able to move here to be able to feel mature enough and feel ready enough to go on my own and do these things um But you're all probably thinking, girlfriend, you're a hot mess. What are you doing with your life? But truth is, I don't really know. And that's, like, oddly satisfying to me. Because I can't think of a time in 2018 whereas I was as happy as I am or was as sure as I am about myself and who I'm surrounding myself with as I am right now. And it's just, it's literally a big dick energy. It's like the mood of 2019. And there's so many things in life to look forward to and to be thankful for. And all the ups and downs of our 20s are what shape us into the people that we're becoming. And you couldn't pay me to do it any differently because this is honestly, 2019 is already off to an amazing start. I have put so much more time into making myself happy and going to the gym more, taking more classes, going to more happy hours, going like making sure I'm always staying busy doing things that make me happy because in the end, that's what makes your happy life. Not a person, um, not that one person that you obsess over that one person that you want to date. And it just, it's not really about that. It's about living your life. And then eventually when the time is right, that right person will be timeless and it won't matter the circumstances they will come. I don't want to say they'll come to you, but whatever's meant to be for you will come into your life at some point or another. Um, But I think I've babbled on long enough, and if you've made it this far, congratulations, because I babble on a lot. But until then, peace and blessings. Happy 2019. I'm so excited to be recording again. I'm going to try and start doing them a little more often um it gets really hard because i'm super super busy but until next time guys peace and blessings